Hi folks, you're listening to episode 4 of the 59th Minute Fantasy Premier League podcast hosted by myself, the FPL General. I'm recording on Tuesday the 13th of March, so Game Week 30 is behind us and we're looking ahead to blank Game Week 31 now in this episode. I'm on my own again in this episode. I know I said last week I was hoping to have David Isaac on as my first guest. I did have him lined up for tonight, but I was playing around with things in the last couple of days, um, Skype recorders and things like that, and there's just a lot more to it than I thought. Um, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to go recording with David tonight, not being a hundred percent confident about how it would turn out quality wise and sound wise and things like that. So I'm just going to spend a bit more time uh, getting to know the ins and outs of recording with a guest. Um, before I before I get somebody on, so just me again. So it's going to be a short one again. Hopefully, stick to around the half an hour mark again for this one. The running order of this episode, I'm going to quickly review game week thirty. Then I'm going to look at uh, the player pool that I'm looking at for game week thirty one. So I have a short list of about fourteen or fifteen players that I'm looking at for blank game week thirty one for possible transfers this week. I'll then I'll then I'll talk then about what transfers I may make this week. I'm not sure yet, but I'll I'll talk about the maybe four or five players that I'm actually considering bringing in. I'll talk about captaincy as well. It's pretty obvious this week, and then I'll finish off by answering some of the questions I got on Twitter today. So kick things off. Game week thirty was was okay. It was forty three points. Um. Things were looking very good for me uh, after Saturday and Sunday's games. I, I broke into the top 1K for the first time this season, so I was pretty happy with that. And I was pretty confident going into the Monday Night Football as well because I had Kevin De Bruyne and Shakiri, But both of them did nothing for me, so that seen me slip back out of the top 1K. Man City's clean sheet uh, didn't help me either. So things, things were looking really good Saturday. Um, I was up to about 900 overall. But I actually ended up with a red arrow then. 43 points gave me a slight red arrow from 1,209th. Um, I'm now at 1,302nd. So fell about 100 places, which is which is fine. 43 points came from mainly from Mares, Mares, Pope and Schindler. So pretty sure they were all on Saturday. So that's why things were looking so good after after those fixtures. Nine points for Pope again. He's been he's been amazing this season. Possibly my my player of the season. Schindler he was my tr- free transfer. Got him in for Ogbonna and got seven points, which was nice because Huddersfield hadn't kept a clean sheet in quite a while. So th- that was nice. Nice that he got that when I brought him in, and I think he got a bonus point as well. That was one of the main reasons I went for him over over Zanka was because uh, Schindler's been. He, he tends to pick up the bonus points when, when Huddersfield do keep a clean sheet, so that was nice. Mares again, eleven points. So I I got rid of I got rid of Sterling three weeks ago for Mares and he's outscored him by about I think it's twenty twenty four points to six, roughly, something like that. So that was a, that turned out to be a good move. Watching the Monday night football, Sterling got an assist. Then he went through one on one. Uh, and missed. I was I was pretty happy to see him stumble over and miss the one on one chance because obviously that would have hurt my rank even more. Yeah, because a lot of my rivals still have Sterling. Yeah, but yeah, the Mares move has turned out very well indeed. 
Apart from that, the Kane captain obviously went off injured after about half an hour. Um, but I know a lot of people got hit by that, so it wasn't really a big issue. Salah blanked, Firmino blanked, Shakiri, De Bruyne, as I said, Wilson again blanked. He's been a just been a night nightmare. But again, blank gaming thirty one's coming up, so I, I'm going to hold him and hopefully, hopefully he can repay the faith in in game week thirty one. I thought he might actually get dropped last week, but. He did start, obviously he didn't do anything, but it was against Spurs, so hopefully he can keep his place for 31. I know Defoe is uh, pushing for a start, Josh King uh, is probably going to come back in as well, but hopefully Wilson can, can keep his place and get on the score sheet. Van Dijk and Alonso blank for me as well. Um, obviously as a Man U fan I was happy to, to see them beat Liverpool uh, 2-1, but it didn't bode very well for me. Triple Liverpool, Van Dijk, Salah and Firmino. Only got five points between them, but that's the way it goes. And uh, I've got those three, obviously, for, for this week. And hopefully they'll get a lot more points in 31 than they did in 30. So as I say, 43 points, slight red arrow. Overall rank now, 1,302nd. So looking to push on now over the next couple of weeks uh, with wild cards and chips still to play. Moving on now, looking ahead to the dreaded blank game week 31, which is coming up this weekend. There's only four fixtures. I'll go through them again quickly. Liverpool, Watford, Bournemouth play West Brom, Stoke against Everton, and Huddersfield against Crystal Palace. So nothing, uh, pretty poor fixtures really. Liverpool are the only team you want to triple up on really for, these, for this weekend. My current situation for the blank game week, I've got six players plus two free transfers. So I can get to eight starters without taking any hits. I've got I've already got a triple up on Liverpool. I've got Salah, Firmino and Van Dyke. I've got Shakiri, I've got Wilson and I've got Schindler who I brought in last week. So as I say, six players with two free transfers uh, this week will bring me to eight, and I'm more than happy to play with eight this weekend, given the given the quality of the fixtures. Um, I'd be quite hopeful that eight players will give me a green arrow this weekend. And at this point in time, I'm not planning to take any hits to bring in any additional players, but that could change because I know once uh, once the weekend gets closer. I'd be I'd be more tempted to, to take a few hits maybe to get to nine or ten players, but as of now, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with eight players without taking any hits. Um, people who follow me will know I'm very conservative with hits. I think I've only taken two points hits this season, and I don't really I don't really plan on taking any for the blank game week. The only players I would really be comfortable taking a minus four for for thirty one are Liverpool players, and I've already got three of them so. I don't really see the need to take any hits this weekend if, if I've already if I can get to eight players. In addition to that, the eight that I'll have, I have Loftus Cheek on the bench as well. And been a couple of pictures going around this week that he's he's back at Crystal Palace now and he, he's back in training. And going by his quotes, he seems to be he seems to feel as if he's fit enough himself to play. So that would be a nice surprise if if Loftus Cheek can get some game time. In 31, even if he just plays and gets two points, that would be great. Um, an extra player. Um, I've also got John Joe Kenny as well, who has a fixture, but don't expect him to play because Coleman's back now. But I will hold on to Loftus Sheik and Kenny. 
uh, just with the, in the small for the small chance that they might get some game time. Obviously, Coleman's had a very serious uh, leg break, and he he could obviously break down at any time as well. It's very very common that we see players picking up muscle injuries after coming back from serious layoffs. So, obviously, if Coleman picked up something during the week, uh, Kenny would more than likely come in at right back. So, I'm not going to move Kenny out with with my two free transfers. I'll just hold on to him, um, just in case something goes wrong with Coleman. Hopefully not, because Coleman's had enough bad luck, um, and we don't want to see him getting injured again. So for for the watch list section of the podcast this week, I'm focusing only on the on the the blank game week thirty one teams, and as as I said, I've got about fourteen or fifteen players written down here. These are the fourteen players that I'm looking at possibly bringing in this week for the blank. I've already got three Liverpool, so I'm not looking at any of those. I don't want any Watford players because they're playing away to Liverpool, and I don't expect them to get anything. And I also don't want any West Brom players because they are West Brom and they're just rubbish. So I'm not going near them. Uh, West Brom are away to Bournemouth. So I would expect Bournemouth to win that game. So I'm looking at five teams. I'm looking at Bournemouth, Everton, Stoke, Huddersfield and Crystal Palace for my transfers this week. So ruling out Liverpool, Watford and West Brom. I'll start with Bournemouth. So I've already got Wilson already mentioned he's been he's been a nightmare but hopefully he can do something for us uh, those of us that have have kept him for the last couple of weeks hopefully he can do something in the blank to, to repay us before we before we move him on I'm sure uh, in game week 32 the, the other Bournemouth players I'm interested in are number one Stanislas very impressed with him in recent weeks he's he's a player he's a player who's been very unlucky with injuries over the past couple of seasons but when he plays he's very effective Um. I think he's got about three goals in his last six, roughly something like that. Um, he scored scored against Tottenham, and he hit the bar as well just before he scored. So just shows the threat he, he poses. Again, a home game against West Brom, I would expect Stanislas to do some damage. So he's high on my watch list this week. Josh King is another. Um, he obviously we know what he what he done last season. He didn't he didn't play game week thirty because he had he had some kind of neck injury I think it was, but I think it was a pretty minor injury and he's he's likely to he's he's probably going to start game week thirty one. I'm probably unlikely to get him though because I've already got Wilson up front and I don't really I don't really want to double up on on Bournemouth strikers. But if you don't have Wilson, uh, I think I'd be opting for Josh King over him this week. No interest in Bournemouth defenders or my my friend Asmir because they've only they've only kept one clean sheet in the last seventeen games in the league. So even though West Brom are pants, I still think they could probably they'll probably score against Bournemouth. So um, when it comes to Bournemouth, I'm I'm focusing on midfield and attackers. Next up, it's Stoke. So Stoke are home to Everton. Um, I've already got Shakiri, so I think mo- most people are probably going to have Shakiri because he's having a good season and he's one of the players who could deliver uh, in, in 31. So if you don't have him, I would recommend getting him. The other Stoke players I'm interested in are Jack Butland. I think Stoke can get a clean sheet there. Uh, Everton have the, st- the stats have been going around the last couple of weeks about how poor Everton have been when it comes to shots and things like that, ranked 20th in the league. So... They've been pretty poor up front. 
Everton. So I would be quite hopeful Butland could get uh, a clean sheet. And obviously, we've seen in recent weeks the bonus point system loves him, even when he scores own goals. So there's always a chance of bonus points with Butland as well. The right back Moritz Bauer is another player who's impressed me. He he impressed me again uh, against Man City on Monday night. Although Stoke were pretty poor, uh, Bauer gets forward. He's 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 a very he's a very pacey uh, wing back. So he's another player. Obviously, if Stoke get the clean sheet, Bauer could get you some attacking returns as well. Um, so he's another player I'm interested in for Stoke. It's only those two really. So I've got Shakiri and Butland and Bauer are the only two others I'm interested in from Stoke. Stoke play Everton. I don't currently have any Everton players apart from Kenny, who's probably not going to play. Um, I was I was probably close to getting Walcott a couple of weeks back when, when a lot of people were getting him in after he, he made an instant impact after moving to Everton. Um, but thankfully I've avoided him because he's been... I think he's probably got two points most weeks for the last four or five game weeks, which has been frustrating for those who brought him in earlier with an eye on game week 31. But but he also had a bit of form as well. So thankfully I avoided him. Um, he is he is a player I am interested in, though f- as a one-week punt for 31. If he's fit, I know he's, he's, he's yellow flagged, he's got some kind of injury. So I'll wait for more news on him towards the end of the week. But we know, we know what Theo can do. He's a player who can get 15 points. Uh, any given week um, and against Stoke y- you would fancy that his chances of getting something so he is on the watch list Pickford as well Stoke Everton could easily be a 0-0 game um, so Butland and Pickford are two goalkeepers I'm interested in I don't have a goalkeeper for the blank so if I decide to get one in it'll be it'll be uh, Probably Pickford or Butland will be in the running for, for my goalkeeper spot, but I'm undecided yet. I may just go without a goalkeeper for for 31. Um, I might, I might, I'll probably focus my transfers on, on outfield players. But I'll talk a little bit about more about that in a little while. Continuing with Everton players on the watch list, I mentioned Pickford. Uh, Baines and Coleman is the big one. Uh, there's a lot of debate about which one to go for. Obviously, Coleman probably offers more attack and threat from open play, but then Baines, uh, Baines could have penalties now because Big Sam said that Rooney's off them now that he missed. So there's probably going to be a bit of a competition for penalties if, if Everton get one, but I think Baines probably would be the man to get it. I know Allardyce mentioned uh, Tossun as well after the game, saying he, he would think he'd be interested in them. Um, but I think just Baines' record of taking penalties in the Premier League, it's... It's as good as anybody's, and I think he would win over the new guy if Everton get a penalty. So we need to weigh up whether we want to go for Baines because he's on penalties more than likely, or Coleman because he offers more attack and threat from open play. Going back to last season, uh, around I think it was around February time, I had I had to make the same decision uh, whether to go Baines or Coleman, and I opted for Baines last season, and I ended up Coleman out, outscored him. Uh, 55 to 26 I think it was over the course of about six game weeks so it was a it was a painful 50-50 decision that went wrong for me last season Um, that probably will influence my decision this season uh, if I decide to go for one of those guys Um, I just prefer Coleman um, because of his he's more 
he's more threat from open play and as I say we, we're not we're not 100% sure that Baines is going to be on penalties and the likelihood is like the chances of him getting a, of Everton getting a penalty is pretty low anyway so if I do decide to go for an Everton defender I'm going to go for Coleman obviously he's from Donegal like myself as well so that's that's a factor I can't I felt very bad last season uh, going against my own my fellow fellow county man um, so I'm probably not going to do that this season so that's Everton covered uh, Pickford Coleman Baines and Theo are the ones I'm looking at fourth team Huddersfield play their home to Palace um, so I brought in Schindler last week got me a clean sheet and a bonus so hopefully something similar from him would be nice in the blank the other Huddersfield players I'm interested in are the goalkeeper Lossell. So I could go for the defensive double up with Lossell and Schindler and, and bank on the Huddersfield clean sheet. Uh, Steve Mooney, the striker, he's, he's kind of been hot and cold this season, but I think the potential's there for him to do well in, in 31 against Palace. I think he had eight shots against uh, Swansea at the weekend. Now I know Swansea went down to 10 men after about 11 minutes, so the stats are slightly skewed because of that but I do think Mooney offers uh, I think he's a good option as a striker this week and he's definitely one I'm looking at the, Hudders, the Huddersfield midfield is it's a bit of a minefield there's a lot of options there you've got Van Lepara and Pritchard who I mentioned on last week's podcast you've got Aaron Moy back now as well who, who did well for me earlier in the season um, in the first couple of weeks of the season I had him and Tom Ince is there as well. We forget about Tom Ince because he's he's he hasn't been getting any attacking returns this season. But I think he was joined top with Mooney for goal attempts in game week thirty. I think he had eight goal attempts as well. So the the potential is there for Ince to do something as well. But obviously, a lot of people are going to avoid him because he hasn't been doing anything. Um, but he could be a he could be a sure differential for thirty one. Now I'm unlikely to go for Ince, but. If you're brave enough, um, he is worth considering, I think. So that's Huddersfield covered. I've got Schindler. I'm looking at Lossell and I'm looking at Mooney. Um, I'm probably going to avoid their midfielders because it's just hard to nail the right one when there's so many options there. Uh, Crystal Palace. So, as I say, I've got Loftus-Cheek who he's probably not going to play, but there is a slight chance that he comes in, so I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep hold of him just in case he does. The other Palace players I'm interested in are our old favourite, uh, Patrick Van Anholt. He's I think he's got two and two now. Um he, he wiped out the Chelsea clean sheet, which was a killer blow for my Alonso um at the weekend. But it just shows his, his attacking potential. We know what he can do. He scored loads of goals in the past, so I think he's a good option for the blank, especially as he's more than likely just going to be a one-week punt if you're if you're going to wildcard soon. Um, Zaha, he I think he played forty-five minutes at the weekend, so he's fit again. He's probably a bit of a differential because he's been injured. He's he hasn't he hasn't really been pulling up any trees this season, but we we know what he can do. Um, he's another player like Walcott who could easily hit fifteen points. Uh, if if he if he gets a goal and assist or a clean sheet or whatever else and bonus points, so Zaha's high on my watch list as well. Milivojevic takes penalties. He's got five or six goals this season. So you could, if you don't already have him, 
you get him in and, and bank on, on Palace getting a penalty, especially when Zaha's back in the team, there's more more likelihood that, that Palace will win a penalty. So Milivojevic is, is very he's very good from the spot. So he's when I see him stepping up, I'm, I'm always pretty confident he's going to score. Um, he has got, I think he's got two goals from open play as well. So it's not just penalties with him. Um, so he's another good option. Ben Teke then is another another striking option for us for the blank. He's 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 been getting assists more than goals um, this season. But since the turn of the year, his his figures are pretty good. Um, I put up a tweet about them a couple of days ago. Um, he's probably been averaging about five or six points for that since the turn of the year because he's been getting so many assists. So he's another player who could do well. Um, so he's another I'm looking at. So. Van Anhold, Zaha, Milivojevic and Benteke are the four players I'm interested in from Crystal Palace. So, as I say, that's about 14 or 15 players that I'm looking at for my two free transfers this week. I mentioned already, I'm not planning to take any points hits, but keep an eye on my Twitter, at FPL General, towards the end of the week to see if that changes. Um, I do have a feeling I'll, I will end up probably taking a minus four, but... I won't decide that until Friday. Now, I'm going to talk about transfers and captaincy. Now, things are going well for me this season. I mentioned this last week. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty well in a couple of mini leagues, uh, in particular a couple of cash mini leagues. So I'm in the running to make a few bob this season, uh, hopefully to help me pay off my, my wedding this summer. So... I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna start keeping my cards a little bit closer to my chest because I don't want my rivals, you know, knowing my every move and and being able to counteract what I'm doing. So I don't have I don't have two specific transfers in mind yet anyway this week. But um, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna narrow down the 15, 14 or fifteen players to five players. So of these five players, I'm likely to get two of these in this week, but I haven't decided which two yet. It just depends what way I want to go about it and which teams I want to want to back. First one is Stanislas at Bournemouth. Um, as I mentioned, I've been very impressed with him. Bournemouth are home to West Brom, so he's I think he's a no-brainer uh, for the watch list, and he's one I'm, I'm definitely considering heavily this week. Coleman, I mentioned as well, is another one. Um... Butland, if I go for a, if I do decide to go for a goalkeeper for thirty-one, um, I think Butland will probably be my pick. Um, and obviously, if I get in Butland, I'll, I'll probably be unlikely to get the likes of Theo, um, because obviously, if they kind of don't, they don't correlate with each other. So Zaha is another. So again, I've got Shinder in defence. So should I get Zaha in, um, or should I should I back? Should have back uh, Huddersfield to get the clean sheet and maybe bring in the Huddersfield goalkeeper. I mean, I just need to consider all these things as the week goes on and decide which teams I'm going to back and which players I'm going to back. But Zaha is the fourth player I'm I'm more interested in than the others. And uh, Ben Teke is the fifth one. So again, as I say, I've got Schindler, but I do feel Palace can get something at Huddersfield. Um, I'm, I'm probably not very confident about Schindler getting another clean sheet uh, this week. So Palace players are definitely a team I'm looking at, probably more so than some of the other teams. So Zaha and Benteke are are two players I'm, I'm very interested in. So as I say, that's the five 
I mean, it's only Tuesday now, and I'm saying I'm going to pick two of these five players, but we know that can change by the weekend, um, depending on injury news and things like that. So, goalkeeper, I'm looking at Butland. Defence, I'm looking at Coleman. And midfield, it's going to be Stanislas or Zaha. And if I if I opt for a striker, it's more than likely going to be Benteke. Captaincy, I don't think we even need a captaincy section this week. It's going to be Salah. He's probably going to be the it's it's probably going to be the highest uh, percentage uh, captaincy of all time, I would guess, in FPL. Um, just given the fixtures, given how good Salah's been this season and how highly owned he is, so he's, he's I'm sure he's going to be over ninety percent captain this week. So it's going to take a brave manager to go against him. I mean, you could go Mane, Firmino, um, but for me, I think it's just a no-brainer to go with Salah. Especially when everyone else is going to captain him, you don't want to, you don't want to miss out if he holds, which he more than likely will against Watford. Salah captain for me, no brainer. Last section, I'm going to touch on a couple of questions I got on Twitter today and yesterday. So I've got about three or four. The first one is from Simon Ramsey. He's asking me, is Hennessy a good option? My straight answer is no. Um, I, I think Hennessy, in my opinion, Hennessy is the worst goalkeeper in the Premier League, just from what I've seen this season. Um, and Palace, Palace signed a guy as well, Diego Cavalieri as well. So obviously he's a good goalkeeper. And there's always a chance that he gets some game time between now and the end of the season. So there's always a slight worry that if you brought in Hennessy, that, that Royal start Cavalieri then as well, which would just be such a waste of a transfer. So that would be enough to put me off him. Um Another reason is I, I actually don't think Palace will keep a clean sheet against Huddersfield. I, I'm, I, I expect Huddersfield to score at home against Palace, so I wouldn't I wouldn't bother with Hennessy, as I mentioned. The three I'm looking at are Pickford, Pickford, Butland and Lossell are the three goalkeepers I would choose from. Next question is from Justin Dye, who is our regular listener, and he interacts quite a lot on Twitter. So he's asking me, what are the top three prospects in each position for blank game week thirty one? So, rather rather than go through the three the top three prospects in each position, what I've done is I've 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 put together a an, a team of eleven for uh, game week thirty one. So, there's probably managers out there who are going to play free hit in thirty one. So this may be beneficial to you. So, if I still had my free hit and I was using it this week. I'd be looking at something like Butland and goal. Uh, a back three of Van Dyke, Baines and Coleman. So I double up on the two Everton defenders to make the to make the decision easier of which one to go for. I'll just get both. Midfield then, uh, Salah, Shakiri, Stanislas and Zaha. And up front I would have Firmino, Benteke. And I would probably stick with Wilson. But that's probably just because I've owned I've owned them and I'm just I just really want him to deliver, but Wilson, maybe Josh King might be a better option there up front. So maybe, maybe Firmino, Benteke, Josh King would be the fun three I would go for if I was playing free hit this week. Obviously, then you can put a few others on your bench. Um, maybe the likes of Walcott, uh, uh, Mooney, even Van Anholt, something like that. So that would be the eleven I'd be looking at: Butland, Van Dijk, Baines, Coleman, Salah, Shakiri, Stanislas Zaha, Firmino, Benteke, and 
Josh King or Callum Wilson. I don't want to make. I don't want to say which one. Um, I've got Wilson. And I'm hoping he's the one who who outscores between the two of those this week. Final question I look at tonight is from Ian Wilson. Who are the top clean sheet shouts for Game Week Thirty One? So, if you're looking for defenders and goalkeepers, I'd be looking at Liverpool, obviously. Um, Huddersfield. I'm hopeful of Huddersfield getting a clean sheet. But again, that's because I've got Schindler. Um, and I, I may end up uh, doubling up with Lossell and just back Huddersfield. But I'll do some more research in, uh, during the course of the, the week and decide whether I want to double up on Huddersfield. But, and Stoke. So I've mentioned Butland as well. So th- those are the three teams I'd be backing for clean sheets this week. Liverpool, Huddersfield and Stoke. So cheers as always for the questions. Um, is there anything else I want to mention before I wrap things up? goalkeepers obviously I mentioned the three goalkeepers Butland Pickford and Lossell but if, you, if you're not already tripled up on Liverpool Karius is probably the best goalkeeping option this week um, but again most people are probably already tripled up on Liverpool so that's why, why I didn't mention him earlier but if you've only got two Liverpool players don't rule out getting Karius in he could he could well end up as the highest uh, scoring goalkeeper in blank game week 31 He's been he's actually been really good uh, since he's since he's nailed down the number one spot. He seems to have cut out his mistakes. I'm going to wrap this up. I don't know how long I've been recording for. Usually I time it, but I've, I forgot to start the timer this week, so I'm guessing it's about a half an hour long. Follow follow me on Twitter at FPL General. You can get me on on Instagram as well. I, I tend to post my team on Instagram every Friday as well. So if you use Instagram, give me a follow there as well. Follow the uh, at 59th minute pod as well so I usually post the podcast there first before I post it on my own Twitter account um, wherever you're listening give it a like give it a share retweets are always appreciated try to get more and more listeners every week spread the word give it a thumbs up if you're on YouTube leave a comment leave a, leave a nice review on iTunes as well if you, if you enjoyed it Um Always welcome to feedback, positive and negative. Always looking to improve things. Let me know. Let me know if there's anything you'd like me to add in to the podcast. Anything you anything you don't like about it. Anything you'd like me to change. So, I already mentioned about guests. I'm it's I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna spend a bit more time this week uh, trying to get my head around recording and editing because what I do is I just record this and upload it straight away. I don't do any editing, so it's pretty easy to do it. When it's just me, but things get more complicated um, when I'm recording with a guest who's in a in a different location. So I just need to uh, spend some time and do some test runs with that to make sure it works before I go recording with somebody and, and wasting their time. So enjoy enjoy the rest of your week. Be patient. There's no need to make any transfers early this week. Uh, wait till Friday. Don't be worrying about uh, team value this stage of the season. Um, wait for the press conferences on Friday and then then make your decisions for for game week 31 on Friday on Friday at five o'clock UK time I'll be doing a I'll be doing a live video on the Sportito Facebook page so if you like the Sportito Facebook page um, and keep an eye there at five o'clock on Friday you can jump in and say hello and any questions you have then as well uh, for game week 31 I'll, I'll answer them there for you and I'll also be able to give you an update on on my own plans in that video as well it's 
It's St. Patrick's Day on Saturday, so it's fallen on the perfect game week, uh, blank game week 31 when there's only four fixtures. I'm planning to be in the pub at 11am on Saturday morning because I've missed the last two Paddy's Day because I've been working, so I've, I've got making up to do this time, so I'm going to celebrate three Paddy's Day in the one day this weekend, so I'll be I'll be in the pub 11 o'clock on Saturday morning. Um, I think the first kickoff on Saturday is not till three o'clock, so I'm going to have four hours of, of drinking done by then. So I'm 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 very unlikely to catch any of the of the action this weekend. I'll probably end up watching watching Ireland England in the rugby on Saturday instead. So again, as I say, it's it's a good game week for for Paddy's Day to fall on because I'm I'm just I'm just looking forward to blank thirty one being behind us and we can just move on then. Um, play my wild card in thirty two, and then make a final push for the for the top five hundred in the last um last five or six game weeks. So enjoy the rest of your week, and good luck in game week thirty one. And I'll be back next week with episode five.